Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jeff Michael. Welcome into Sports with Balls. Tried to do the show earlier. I uh, had some technical difficulties because the internet uh, kept going out. You would think in 2023 that they would have this all figured out, but apparently they don't. So let's get going. We'll jump right into it. Happy October the 10th. World Mental Health Day. So, guys, girls, check on your mental health, man. Uh, take a break if you need to take a break. Sometimes it's stressful being out there, for sure. National Hug a Drummer Day. Get you uh, find a drummer, give him a hug. And also, National Hug a Kevin Day. Kevin Collier, Kevin Madden, uh, all my Kevin friends out there, if I run into you, man, uh, I'll grab you and uh, give you a big old hug. <laughs> so, National Hug a Kevin Day. Pretty funny. Also, Brett Favre's birthday. I'm not sure how he was celebrating last night, but I'm sure it wasn't by watching his Green Bay Packers get beat by the Las Vegas Raiders. Jimmy G and company putting it on the Green Bay Packers, or should I say just kind of waiting them out? I don't know, man. It just wasn't a very entertaining football game. It wasn't at all. Jimmy G, 22 of 31, pretty efficient. One interception. Jordan Love, though, really bad football game. I'm not going to write Jordan Love off. He's played pretty good. He's 2-3 and three to start his career off with the Green Bay Packers. So was Brett Favre. So was Aaron Rodgers. They both have Hall of Fame careers. I'm not going to sit here and write Jordan Love off for one game against the Las Vegas Raiders. If there's, a, if there's something to come about this game last night, it's that there's a guy that plays defense for the Las Vegas Raiders that doesn't get a lot, of, a lot of attention, and this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. His name's Max Crosby. He's phenomenal. He's great in every game. You just never hear about him. His, his struggles with alcohol, they mentioned it last night on the, on the broadcast, but he's, he struggled with alcohol abuse and some other things, but the guy could flat out play football. Four tackles for loss, one sack. He was disruptive, disruptive as all Hell last night it was unbelievable, man. We'll talk about Monday Night Football. We'll talk about the crazy Atlanta Braves play that happened that kept them in the hunt. They were about to be down 0-2, but the Braves uh, come back and win the game, tied the series 1-1. Astros are tied up 1-1 as well, but there's two teams that may get swept, and one of them could happen today. Talk about Major League Baseball in the playoffs here in a little bit as well. College football. And the injuries that are piling up in the NFL. Some brutal, brutal injuries that we uh, found out about this morning. We'll get into that. What else we got on today's show? Oh, the bets later on. There's three college games tonight. Three. Now, it's not 20, top 25 teams, but there are three college football teams playing. Or six, three games. There's games tonight. There's games tomorrow night. There's games Thursday night. There's an NFL game Thursday night as well. There's games Friday night. There's games Saturday, Saturday night. There's NFL Sunday, NFL Monday. It is awesome. There's so much, so much going on, man. Absolutely love it. Before we get going, though, I want to thank a couple of people. Number one, be Christian's freaking tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. Uh, four or five Houston area locations, man. The place is phenomenal. Award-winning food, drink specials. They host Sunday football for Bills Mafia, Dallas Cowboys fans at certain locations. Place is great, man. Go check out christianstailgate.com. Find one near you. Go grab some food and drinks. Great spot to watch all your favorite sports. Hobuzz.com. 
H-O-B-U-Z-Z-C-O.com. This is an infused seltzer. It tastes incredible. That's the problem they were having with these things. They couldn't figure out how to get the THC infused seltzers to taste good. This stuff is good. H-O-B-U-Z-Z-C-O.com. Give them a call, 832-929-4563 to get yours. Stuff is awesome, man. It's right here. I got cans of it. Stuff is good. It's really good. If you don't like the effects of alcohol afterwards and all that stuff that goes with it, there you go. THC infused seltzer. Also, Wes Dunn over at WestonCG.com. Give them a call, 832-534-2374. Storms move into your area. Hail, fencing, all that stuff. Uh, give them a call, Wes Dunn, 832-534-2374. All right. Packers lost to the Raiders 13-17. to They're both 2-3. and three. And I, I look, I, I don't know which way either one of these teams is going. It's just sort of a a middle of the ground kind of team, both of them. I don't expect the Packers to blow anybody out the door. Look, they were missing Aaron Jones last night. But they did get it. They tried to establish the run game. And they tried to force the ball into Christian Watkins. He had seven Christian Watson, seven targets, picked three of them, but the long was 77. Which he should have scored on. You got breakaway speed. You got to go. A.J. Dillon, 20 carries, 76 yards. Josh Jacobs, 20 carries, 69 yards. Uh, it just, Jordan Love, three picks. Ugly football game. But what I told you yesterday was, over 60% of the time in Vegas, the games are under. It hit again. The under always hits in Vegas. I'm not sure why, but that's the way it is. So we need some better primetime games. That's for damn sure. This one was not that exciting. Fantasy football relevancy, zero. Jordan Love, uh, people needed him to score a lot. He did not. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, 208 yards, one CD, one pick. Not bad, but Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, the game was just, uh. That's all I got to say. I don't have a whole lot. We're not going to sit here and discuss the Raiders and where they're going. Nobody knows. The one thing I will say about the, the Raiders is Devontae Adams did not sound happy after the game. He didn't at all. The trade deadline is a month away. Devontae Adams sounds like he wants out. And I would too if I was him. Go to a contender. There's plenty of places to go. There's not. We don't see many huge trades in the NFL. We have seen a couple as of late. But it's not like baseball where people are just flying everywhere. But the trade deadline's a month away, and there's a couple of guys that want out. And there's a couple of teams now that are looking to tank. And I hate using that word. We use it all the time, but it is. It's tanking. I don't know what else to say it. There's some one in four teams in the NFL that are really going after this draft. 100%. And one of them just got one of the worst news updates you could possibly imagine by one of the best wide receivers in all of football. Justin Jefferson will be out four to six weeks now, and he's on injured reserve. The Minnesota Vikings are one and four. Kirk Cousins not having that great of a season. And now their star offensive player, in fact, the franchise, minus what, like, let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. He's the franchise. He's out for four to six weeks. And I think they play the Bears. I think they play the 49ers. They play a few more teams, and I, I just I don't know what direction the Minnesota Vikings are going. Last year, after that incredible season that Minnesota had, winning all those close games, they can't buy a victory now. 
They're minus 12 in the differential. By the way, they won all those games last year. They were still minus in the, in the point differential. It was crazy. But Minnesota now has a decision to make. And the decision being, are you going to trade Kirk Cousins? Because there's some teams that want him. He could help some teams. You're not getting rid of Jefferson. But your season, for the most part, is over. Madison was supposed to take the place of Cook. And he's not doing that well. It, it, they're just not that good of a team. They're not. High hopes for them, but the Detroit Lions in the NFC North have taken control of that division. And the Minnesota Vikings are not catching them. Not going to happen. Packers are in that division at 2-3, and three, and the Bears are in that division at 1-4. and four. The Bears and Vikings are now at the bottom going for draft picks. And you just wonder, like, Kirk Cousins could help some teams. Could really help some teams. Washington has a great squad. You stick it with Sam Howe. I don't think you're trading him to the Bears because Justin Fields. We don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> I have no idea. But, I mean, he's trade bait. He is. Arizona? What's the deal with Kyler Murray? Do we know? Are they going to trade Kyler Murray? Shoot, do a swap. Swin, send Kyler Murray to Minnesota Vikings. Send Kirk Cousins over to Arizona. Let Minnesota pay him. I don't know. I, I don't, look, but he can go somewhere. There's plenty of places for him to go. It's just, I, I, Minnesota just doesn't have a whole lot going for them right now. Madison's not playing that well. Their, their franchise and Justin Jefferson is hurt. Kirk Cousins over there kind of struggling. I, I heard rumblings of New England. Like, would he send him to New England, the New York Jets? Just for a year? Can the Jets do it? I, I don't know. But Minnesota seems to be on the outs now. Especially, look, they were one and four as of Sunday. And now you get this news about Jefferson. Their best case scenario is three and seven in the first 10 games. That's the best case scenario. And you're out. You're out of the playoffs. You're done. You're not beating the Detroit Lions in that division. And you're definitely not sneaking in at a 500 team. You're not going to do it. You got the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Bucks, who are three and one, the Falcons three and two, the Saints. The Saints are going to win 10 games, guys. They don't play a hard quarterback all year. So for all intents and purposes, the Minnesota Vikings are out of the playoffs. They're done. So now it is, what do you do? Jefferson comes back in four to six weeks. You may shelf him. Who knows? But they're done. Bears are done. The Vikings are done. The Panthers are done. The Arizona Cardinals are done. And the Arizona Cardinals, speaking of, just got worse news today. James Conner now on the IR as well. He'll miss four games. To them, I don't think that's a big deal. I think that they're fine with that. Why not? They're, 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 trying, to, uh, they're trying to lose anyways. I don't, what's the other word for tank, right? Like I keep saying, I, I hate to use tank so many times. But the Cardinals are trying to lose. They're, they're, not, gonna, they're not trying to win. So James Conner is now out four games at least. Justin Jefferson out four to six games, maybe more. And then there's another big injury in Miami. The Miami Dolphins, explosive new running back, Devon Etchen. Etchen, H. he doesn't like to be called Etchen. Etchen, Etchen, he's going to miss some time. We don't know how much. Could be two weeks, could be one week, could be three weeks, could be four weeks. Don't know. But he has a knee issue. So we're trying to figure out what's going on with that. The Dolphins now... Four and one set atop the AFC East. 
on a roll. They do have Jeff Wilson Jr. coming off of injured reserve. Who's a, he's a great running back. Problem is he can't stay healthy. And you've got Raheem Mostert. So I think the Dolphins are okay. Now, fantasy football relevancy. Wow. That hurts. That hurt me. I've got him. But I also have Mostert. So you got HN, Jefferson, and James Conner all dinged up now, man. Uh, just bad, bad week or bad weekend for NFL teams and some fantasy football players. Sucks. Justin Jefferson, that one's a blow. That is a huge blow for the Minnesota Vikings. Miami, I think they can get away with it. And Arizona, I, I'm not going to say you welcome an injury, but I, they're not trying to win. So it is what it is. And if you go down the list, the Dolphins are on, the, on top of the AFC East, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens, Ravens tied for first in the AFC North. AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars finally getting on track. They're, they're locked up with the Indianapolis Colts, but the Texans, who look pretty decent, only a game back. AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs 4-1. Chargers 2-2. Two two. Just a weird team, man. I, I don't know where to put them. Mike Williams out again. He's gone for a while. It's just, ouch. He can't stay healthy either. Philadelphia Eagles doing the Philadelphia Eagles thing. The Cowboys, the most interesting team in football, whether you like them or not, sit at three and two. Two bad losses. One to a terrible Arizona team. And then you, everybody saw the San Francisco loss on Sunday night. Good football teams and then really, really Bad football teams. Arizona Cardinals, bad football team. Carolina Panthers, bad football teams. Minnesota Vikings, bad football team. Chicago Bears, bad football team. New York Giants, bad football team. Denver Broncos, really bad football team. New York Jets, bad football team. New England Patriots, bad football team. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, there's some bad football that's being played now. And I think everybody's scrambling to try to get to this draft without really saying what they're trying to do. Because this draft is going to be good. There are offensive players, quarterbacks coming out this year that are unreal. There are linebackers. There's offensive linemen. This could go down as one of the best drafts we've seen in 20, 30 years. So I get it. But it makes for bad football. The trade deadline being 30 days away, you kind of I, I wonder what teams are going to make a move to try to improve. What are the New England Patriots going to do? Mac Jones has been benched twice. Two weeks in a row when they've lost by 35 points and then 34 points. The New England Patriots are, are a bad football team. If you're a Patriot fan, do you want a new quarterback? Do you want to get one of these guys in this draft? I would. I don't think Mac Jones is it. Sorry. Granted, there's no weapons around him. He doesn't have much to work with, but man, that's tough. New England New England Patriot fan. Oof. I don't what's the worst team in the NFL? I'll tell you tomorrow. I'll have my top five tomorrow and my bottom five tomorrow. And we'll see because there's a lot to pick from from the bottom five. Top five, uh, you got about five teams. And they may all be interchangeable. Except for that top one. I think everybody knows who the top is. But the bottom five will be interesting tomorrow for sure. All right, let's move on to baseball because wow, did we have an incredible Incredible baseball game yesterday. The Atlanta Braves were about to go down. They were down 4-0, to zero, and it was about to be a 2-0 lead, series lead for the Philadelphia Phillies. 
who are playing incredible baseball. Braves got a couple of home runs. Started once a Philly starter came uh, went out. Who who started that game? Uh, pitched a great game, by the way. I forgot who pitched that game. Man, Zach Wheeler, six and one third, only two earned. Uh, six and one third, only two earned runs and only three hits. But then came the bullpen, and the Atlanta Braves had a blast. They did good. Austin Riley cracks a one-handed dinger to put the Braves ahead. And then at the bottom of the ninth, it was an unbelievable catch. I'm sure you've seen it by now against the wall. Bryce Harper makes a boneheaded decision to, to round second without waiting on the ball to drop. He gets caught off base, and they double him up to end the game. And the series, to me, just shifted. That that that's one of those plays that that could have saved the Atlanta Braves entire season. Now we we know they were the best team in baseball all of year, all year long. They were the best team in baseball. This play though, if if he drops that, Philly goes around to score. Who knows what happens? Phillies win that game. Braves go down 2-0 in the series, and and the the 104 win Atlanta Braves might be out of the playoffs. But nope, he catches it leaping against the wall and doubles off one of the best players in entire baseball league and Bryce Harper. And now it's a one, one series and Atlanta feels like, all right, we have a shot now. They went from, I mean, in the depths of despair to now like, uh Oh, now I feel like the series is completely shifted towards the Atlanta Braves. They're the better team. They were all year. Phillies had a shot. They missed it. And that's going to be, what people are going to say if the Philadelphia Phillies don't pull this off. They had a shit. They had a chance. That was it. They could have locked them up. They were up four zero in the seventh or sixth or seventh inning in that game. Atlanta Braves storm back, win five to four. And the series is tied one to one. Another series tied one to one. The Houston Astros. It's not a shocker though. It's not a shocker. It's the resilient twins team. The series now shifts to Minnesota. Bad thing for Minnesota is that the Houston Astros are absolutely great on the road. They are 51 and 30 on away games. They're under 500 at home. So it was, it was sort of par for the course when you saw Houston lose at home. I wasn't shocked. Minnesota played well. Carlos Correa had his game, right? Like he had his great game at the park that he used to play in, and he put down the Houston Astros. Good job, Carlos Correa. But now, series is in Minnesota, and let's see what you got. Because now neither team has their aces on the mound. It's sort of going to be a bullpen session. We'll see how it goes. But that game tips off at 3.07 Central time today. Christian Javier versus Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray's been good, but not great. Let's see. Right now, Minnesota's favored. Sonny Gray in his last three starts been pretty good. Five innings pitched, five, five hits. Four innings pitched, three hits. Six innings pitched, four runs. Two runs in those uh, in those games. But that was also against Oakland and the Los Angeles Angels. He's, he can get hit, but he's been pretty good lately. Christian Javier for the Houston Astros. That is going to be a toss-up. I don't know which one you're getting. I don't. Should be a good a good baseball game. The winner of this game should go on to win this series. So 
biggest game probably in both these franchises this year. That'll be fun. A lot of fun. 307 today. And then right after that, to me, this is the shocker of the playoffs. Well, both both these next next series are actually really shocking. Texas Rangers are about to they're favored today. They're at home. They're up 2-0 on the Baltimore Orioles. And when I saw Camden Yards and I saw the Orioles get in the playoffs, they're a 100-win team. Like, oh, you were like, this, dude, this team's amazing. No way the Texas Rangers, who, were, who blew the division lead, kind of stumbled into the playoffs because they, <laughs> they didn't play that well the last two months of the season. And now here they are about to move on to the American League Championship Series with one more win over the 100-win Baltimore Orioles, who I guess it's inexperienced. Is that what it is? This team next year will be great, right? And I, I said this prior to them getting in the playoffs is their only downfall was their inexperience because they're so young. But the last time a team choked a 2-0 series lead, folks, was the Texas Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh they're at home so we'll see what happens I, I i i don't know i would love to see a texas showdown between the rangers and astros that'd be fun but this is baseball you never know what's going to happen baltimore's going to have to really put something special together and then the last series we'll talk about the arizona diamondbacks putting it on the Los Angeles Dodgers. And when I mean putting it on, I mean putting it on. They are destroying the Los Angeles Dodgers. Record-breaking destroying. Check this out. The starters, the ERA for the Los Angeles Dodgers, the starters ERA. It's never happened before in Major League Baseball history. 40.50. You heard me right. 40.50 are the starters ERAs through the first two games of the Los Angeles Dodgers series versus the Diamondbacks. It's unbelievable. Neither starter got into the second inning. I mean, talk about having somebody's number. Now, the series shifts to Arizona, where they're going to be going absolutely bananas on Wednesday. Wednesday night, 8.07 p.m. on TBS, the Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the juggernaut Los Angeles Dodgers could get swept out of the playoffs by an 84-78 and 78 Arizona Diamondback team. Unreal. Their starters ERA, I'm going to say it again, 40.50. That's brutal. That is brutal. Brutal. So you could have a Diamondbacks, <laughs> a Diamondbacks Brave series. Whew. And at that point, I, I look, Diamondbacks are on fire. Look, it's all about getting to October, especially in Major League Baseball. It's all about getting to October, and you hope that you're hot in October, hot and healthy. H and H. That's what you need in October. The Diamondbacks are as hot as a team as anybody right now, and so are the Texas Rangers. Both of them could sweep their series. Rangers have a shot tonight. Diamondbacks have a shot tomorrow night.
The Astros have a chance to go up two to one on their series later on this afternoon. Going to be a blast. All right, let's move over to NCAA football. Get over here to the rankings, the top 10 rankings. The AP poll came out a couple days ago. No surprise, Georgia up top, Georgia and Michigan, Ohio State. That's it. Florida State at number four. Did get one first place vote, though. I don't know who did that. But they got one. That person must live in Florida. Oklahoma moves up seven spots to number five in the polls because they beat Texas in that Red River rivalry. Unbelievable game. Penn State, number six, five and oh. Washington and Oregon are seven and eight in the AP poll. And guess what? They play in four days. That's going to be a football game. Cannot wait. That's really... Uh, Notre Dame has a good game this week as well, but this Washington-Oregon game, that's it right there. That's the game of the weekend. Kevin Anthony, thanks for joining in. What's going down? Good to see you. All of those, all of y'all tuning in through uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, man. Thank you guys for joining the show. If you missed anything, the podcast version will be up right after this. I had to do an hour delay today because they were working on the internet. So uh, apologize for that. Usually it'll be 9 a.m. Central Time. I'll have the show on, but we had to wait. So now here we are. Podcast version will be up uh, right after the show's over. Uh, University of Texas moves down to number nine. And then right after that, the USC Trojans, who are undefeated, they are number 10. Shocking number 10. I thought they'd be up. And they will move up if they – the game I was talking about a second ago is Notre Dame and USC. That'll be at 6.30 on Saturday. So you got Washington, Oregon at 2.30, Notre Dame, USC at 6.30. Good college football on this weekend. Great college football on. The NBA started – well, preseason at least. And I was watching a little bit of the Victor Wambayama and Chet Holgram last night. And I got a little backlash for this. Uh, by the way, go follow Sports with Balls on all your social media channels. I, I post ballsy stuff, if you will. <laughs> but I, I just think these guys, they're 7'2", seven, 7'4", seven, whatever. Their wingspan's like 10 feet. It, they were doing under-the-basket under the shots, but... It just, they look too big. It's like me playing on a seven-foot goal. It just looks awkward. I didn't, <laughs> I get it. These guys are good. But it doesn't look as spectacular or athletic-wise as, as Michael Jordan doing it or LeBron James doing it. And then LeBron's huge, but all these other guys that are just quick going through there, and they're 6'6", 6'7", 6'8". We think that's athletic. These guys are 7-1. The basket's only 10 feet tall. I, I just, I don't know. This, this, might, this may be the new way that the NBA is going, but I just thought it looked an, uh, a little awkward. Those guys are just so tall, so tall. And the only people that could guard them are each other. It's like Manute Bowl back in the day, but with skills. Just weird. They barely have to jump to dunk the ball. I want to see, like, we used to worry about vertical leaps. These guys barely have to jump, jump to dunk the ball. But that's, look, the NBA is going in a completely new direction. They've got new rules. They've got flopping rules. They've got an in-season tournament. They've got all sorts of things going on. So the NBA will be interesting. NHL is also kicking off. This is one of the best times ever to be 
in sports. You got all four sports are about to be, all four major ones are about to be kicking off. All right, let's get to some bets tonight. Let's see. Who am I taking on this baseball games? Twins minus. Give me Astros money line. I'll take Astros money line all day. Uh, I believe their offense comes alive. They are great on away games. So I'll take Astros money line. And I like the Orioles. Both away teams. Astros and Orioles. I like the Orioles to show some grit. And hopefully get this to somewhat of a series. Because the Texas Rangers have been killing him. Uh, Dean Kramer on the on the mound today against Nathan Ivaldi. It's going to be a great matchup. Going to be fun. But give me the Baltimore Orioles and give me the Houston Astros. Then, college football. That's right, folks. College football is tonight on a Tuesday. Get your tacos ready. Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee will go at it. So will Liberty and Jacksonville State and Coastal Carolina and Appalachian State. There you go. It's gonna the conference USA loves these day games, man. Well, not day games, these weekday games. Uh, let's see. Jacksonville State covered last weekend. This is gonna be a good game, though. Liberty's five and zero. Jacksonville State five and one. Both three and zero in conference USA. Give me the over fifty eight and a half. Give me the over on that. And uh, give me Louisiana Tech plus three over Middle Tennessee. That's my bets. All right, guys. If you missed anything, we wrapped up the NFL Monday Night Football a little bit ago. Go to Sports with Balls on your podcast arena uh, and all your social media channels. All this stuff will be up there. All the injury updates I will post as soon as I can. But we just talked about all the injury updates and maybe some trades and, and what's going on. But I'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. See you.